awkward silence should just be the cold <laughs> open for this week. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's at York. I'm Megan. My name is Alex. I am Tim. And I'm Jenna. How are you guys doing? Uh, okay. Ominous storm notwithstanding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I am slightly amused because this tropical storm was named Danny, which is my grandfather's name. So <laughs> my grandmother is enjoying it not that's the wrong word but (laughs) (laughs) whatever i think the coolest thing is we're going to be able to track this storm based on when the thunder claps in each of our recordings (laughs) yeah very true we're going to get the beautiful beautiful doppler effect of it passing over us exactly and uh, uh, who knows? Maybe all of us will make it to the, epi- the end of the episode with our audio tracks completely in file. Ooh, I bet we don't. <laughs> <laughs> so we are done with parody books, and we Hooray. are watching. Thank God. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, I'm the one who read any more skies. <laughs> yeah. Thank. Thank you. Jesus Christ, that book. Um, <laughs> So now we are on to movies that are Animorphs-like, but also aren't parodies. They were genuine movies. They weren't parodies. They just feel like it. <laughs> That's probably a better way of phrasing this. Uh, and so we decided to start with the host so that we can end this on a better note, I guess. <laughs> uh, did I say it was by Stephanie Myers? You did not. Okay. The host was written by Twilight's very own Stephanie Myers. And you know, it shows. Fun (laughs) fact, Twilight has five books, I think, at this point. This book was supposed to have two sequels and still has none. Yeah. It is also 620 pages long. Mm -hmm. You, uh, You covered this for JBC, right? Yes. Yes. Which is why I was like, I don't really want to read this again, nor make you guys read this. <laughs> hey, I appreciate that because it wasn't going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> nor spend like more than one episode on this, which, you know, that many pages we probably would have had to. Oh, yeah. Um, but I do know that Tim has a ridiculously long summary. <laughs> yeah, this, this guy is detailed. <laughs> Hey, the longer Tim summarizes, the less we have to be funny, or at least try. (laughs) All right. So this is, I I just have to add that, don't jump on me when some of this is wrong. This is what I took from the movie as, (laughs) like, I did this live. This is basically me live tweeting the movie. All right. The host. The Yerks have taken over and basically fixed Earth. The humans left are on the run. The little girl from Atonement is all grown up and gets yerked or seekered, which she kind of deserves because of what she did in Atonement. <laughs> only, only yerks glow and enter through your neck. Her name is Melanie Strider, and she does battle with a yerk. Melanie has secrets that the seekers want. Melanie has a terrible southern accent and convinces Wanderer. <laughs> who is her yerk, to jump out of a building. This is like the third time she's jumped out of a building. (laughs) And then politely takes a man's car before flipping it in the desert and walking to find her uncle, who is Thunderbolt Ross. That man is the absolute star of this movie. Continue. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. A seeker named Seeker has determined that Melanie is a national treasure. Oh my god. And is hunting her down. Thunderbolt Ross leads a resistance. 
point they, point of information does seeker have a very particular set of skills <laughs> thunderbolt ross leads a resistance they want to kill yerk melanie but ross is like no nah. ross has an indoor farm and figures out that melanie is alive in her body ross and his friends gotta choose or sorry gotta close the mirrors that light the indoor farm the humans steal some supplies from the yerk costco and the yerks and the yerks cannot take a punch and then it's time for the harvest and everyone accepts wanda now which is what they call wanderer and ian and wanderer are having a thing and melanie is jealous and then the Costco trucks are caught and they shoot at a helicopter. And then the friends fight and little brother Jamie is like, Melanie's alive and douchey Jared is all like, nah. And Jared is so milk toast. And Jared, I'm sorry, Meg said that, so I wrote it down. Uh, and Jared creepy kisses wanda to tell if melanie is still alive and kyle tries to murder wanda and almost does himself i like really got going here uh and melanie's all like let him die and wanda saves him and tries to cover for him and mel's like don't do that and everyone knows he did it and is mad at him but wanda knows that snitches end up in ditches which is where kyle tried to put her in the first right. place and then thunderbolt ross and friends kills some Yorks and Wanderer sees this and is upset. Thunderbolt says, all right, we won't do it again. And, the, and then Melanie leaves until Wanda makes out with Jared. And I don't even know what that part was about. <laughs> Wait, the aliens are called souls, not seekers. That was where I realized that. Wanda Melanie needs to get medicine for Jamie. Wanda steals the healing axe body spray after she cuts herself. Jamie is saved. Wanda goes shopping. Seeker finds them with a little gun. Thunderbolt Ross has a bigger one. Seeker's got a gun. Then <laughs> <laughs> they heal her. And now Wanda is going to sacrifice herself. I'm not really sure how to teach her friends how to remove a soul. So they take Seeker's soul and send it away. And I have to assume it's to a small farm in Kansas. And then they take Wanda out and put her in Emily Browning. And then they find another group of alien human friends. I know this is highly unusual, but can I give my own much shorter summary? Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Act one, humans are too horny to control. Act two, but perhaps we're hornier. Act three, <laughs> our horniness will unite us all. That is the message of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> also Just be real turned. <laughs> oh, yeah, also that. Well, I mean, you know, we said horniness. So <laughs> this movie, I didn't really like it. But I did watch it with... <laughs> I did watch it with Meg. Oh, God. And watching this movie with Meg was a ton of fun. So I started writing down some of her quotes that she said during the movie, not the context of the quotes. Just no, the that, quotes. Would, that yeah. would not be nearly as much fun or give us nearly as much opportunity to pick on Meg, which is obviously what we do on this show. Uh, I will tell you that this one has to do with the farm. Uh, Christ. Did you just grow this just to cut it down? No, I said, did they just yeah, did they just grow this just to cut it down? Which I thought very, very well summed up the entire act of farming. Meg. It's, not, it's wheat. It's wheat. That's not what I meant. I was asking if it's CGI wheat. It's CGI wheat. Or if they actually grew something. Did they grow this movie. just to cut it down? Okay. Uh my quote number two. Love triangles aren't triangles. They're love Vs. 
Well, I mean, you know. This one's actually kind of two love bees kissing. (laughs) That's what we were were having each other. We were trying to have the debate because she called it a love square. And I said, it's not really love square. And then I drew an image and I'm like, it's kind of a love Blair Witch Project thing that they make in the woods. Um, But then the absolute best Meg quote with no context. I'm going to go love my slug. Yeah, you are, girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Slug love is the purest kind of love. <laughs> so it brings you're... a whole new meaning to those glowworm toys. Well, it's because <laughs> they can never get salty. I feel um, like the takeaway should... take from this should be if you're going to watch a movie you're not real interested in. Watch it with Meg. Yeah. Well, some of us didn't get that invitation. <laughs> some of us were told explicitly, no, we're going to watch it on our own. There's not time to schedule anything. Oh. I was going to watch it with my roommate and then <laughs> forgot I was going to my mother's. <laughs> and then got a text of, I'm about to watch this. You coming over. So. Um. I also feel like we should put a, a mention, like, please don't go do anything with slugs. Just don't. <laughs> I don't want to oh be sued God. for that. Oh I don't want to be sued for that. Oh, my God. The, the I, people on Monza, you're told me to. say that. <laughs> I agree, but we do. Please don't right. sue us. Unless Sound you have, like, one of those, like, animal-shaped ones. You know what I'm if saying? If you have like, an animal-shaped one and you chose a slug, I mean, like. People no, are fucking weird. No, <laughs> we don't shame, keep shame on this show. <laughs> can we chat? The sound of me turning my turning my chair around backwards. (laughs) So you want to make love to a slug. (laughs) But we need to remind you, we 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 make a lot of jokes here at (laughs) Mind. But we need to remind you about the very important concept of consent. (laughs) Animals cannot do that. That dumb right-wing slippery slope argument about you know giving people rights making people want to go marry their pets or whatever that's bullshit because animals can't consent a slug is an animal and cannot consent don't don't do a slug don't don't do a slug the more you know don't do a slug (laughs) i do appreciate that alex said two v's kissing each other and at no time did tim go that's an x that's what i said all night <laughs> well no they're kissing each other at the wide part uh, okay. yeah that's a, which is okay. more of a square or, or maybe a parallelogram a which is some is... bad hand-eye coordination away from uh in wildly inappropriate <laughs> gestures that i as a cis-set man cannot make i can <laughs> So, did anybody actually like this movie? <laughs> no. Okay, look. Hey, listen. All right. I'm going to be real vulnerable with you guys right now, okay? Uh-oh. I did not like the movie. <laughs> but I did enjoy this book when it came out. So, my roommate, when I mentioned that we were watching this when Alex and I were hanging out, immediately was like, I love that book. <laughs> and to be fair... I don't remember what I really talked about in the JBC episode, but my biggest complaint on my Goodreads was this book is 620 pages long and that's too much. Yeah. But Stephanie Myers does write readable shit. Like it moves. Like you're sitting here being like, this is not a great book, but also I can't stop reading. Like like occasionally problematic shit, but also why am I not putting it down? Yes. I know that uh, Alex made the comment about comparing the the male characters in this movie to the Powerpuff Girls, as in they were only separated no, by the No, no, clothes. Tim, Timothy, the Rowdy Rough Boys. The, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Exactly. The, um, yes, uh, I had used the the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles from the '80s cartoon. It was so different great, co- Yeah, <laughs> that was I, the only comparison I could make. I, I almost started calling them blue shirt and white shirt and green shirt. See, <laughs> Tim, Tim, I actually, I'm disappointed in you. There's a different 80s reference I expected you to make with an appropriate number of similar entities. The chipmunks. Uh, oh. Mm. Yeah. 
I have mm-hmm. also just taken to shorthanding them uh, lovers to enemies to lovers, Chad. <laughs> enemies to lovers, Chad, and enemies to friends, Chad. The three Chads. <laughs> to be fair, <laughs> I could tell a difference from Ian and everybody else because of Supernatural. Yeah. Nah. However, I do not have that advantage. (laughs) Chad, yes, which Chad? Jared and Kyle also wore the same colored shirt. I think one had an undershirt and one didn't. Yeah. And that was two milk toast boys (laughs) that I could not tell the difference between. I would have approximately the same the same batting average if you gave me all the members of in sync 98 degrees in the backstreet boys and asked yeah. me to sort them into their <laughs> respective bands I that's couldn't really do sad it. for you the, their proper also, houses this is a game that i will fucking crush let's <laughs> do this <laughs> me too i it was it was very confusing when one would kiss the melanie wanderer combination and then Melanie would be mad, but for a different reason than she was mad. When the that, other one, yeah, her, <laughs> like, her response I'm consistently, her response consistently was anger. But one was an anger she seemed to enjoy. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I was having a hard time keeping up. Can can we take that as a segue to talk about the semiotics of slapping in this movie? Because this is Buck Wild. <laughs> Or Alex, please explain what you've learned about slapping. So, okay. Slap number one, flashback. Jared, a total stranger, sneaks mm-hmm. up on Melanie, kisses her when she sees he's human, and she, like any sane and reasonable person, <laughs> slaps him. And then decides it's cool and they become friends and lovers. Um, Stockholm Syndrome? Yeah. Yeah, probably. Slap number two... Uh, two and three are pretty back-to-back. They are when Wanda, Melanie show up in the uh, Chad compound. And... Uh, <laughs> Chad compound. Oh, right. Jesus Christ. One is... We're going to have warring cults with those guys. <laughs> her aunt. Uh, the next is Jared, who slaps her unconscious. I think it was Jared. It was one of the Chads. It was Jared. I think he also maybe slaps the sunburn off her face. I mean, yeah, yeah for real. Um, slap number three is when Jared is trying to determine, oh, are you in fact still Melanie? Four. That was four. Oh, so then three is when Jared slaps one of the one of the souls unconscious. Yes. Oh. Yes. Okay. Nope, now I'm confused myself. <laughs> Just keep going. You're good. <laughs> um, slap number five is when uh, enemies to lovers, Chad. Is that Ian or Kyle? That's e, uh, Kyle? Ian. 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 It is Ian. Kyle's the one that tries to kill her. Yeah. Okay. Enemies to friends. Got it. Yeah. Um, and then... There's maybe one more slap somewhere else, too. The point here being, like, slapping goes from being this incredibly, like, violent reaction to invasive creatures around you to, like, a handshake. (laughs) Not the word I thought you were going to say. Not the word I thought I was going to say, but I (laughs) I think the most accurate one. It's like Stephanie Meyer said, well, I don't want to use the, yeah, you kiss just like Melanie trope. You slap just (laughs) like Melanie. (laughs) Okay. Fast and loose with consent. I guess that's really the crux of this. Fast and loose with consent. Yeah. Yeah. And also Stephanie Meyer just like has this weird, um, I don't know boundary issue like she doesn't understand how men and women should interact with each other at all and what things are okay we heard 100 percent. you know i read twilight and that's the case (laughs) there too i wonder if she's one of those that believes like hugging people you know as a greeting is not something that needs to be discussed or like telling little kids like go give them a hug goodbye like 
that's not, you know, that's a weird kind of non-consent that's really acceptable. And it's like, she's kind of surrounded herself with that and like uses it as a metaphor. I could see that. Yeah. There, there's such questionable like boundaries that I really was convinced that after Wanda like tries to sacrifice herself to free uh, uh, Melanie, that like when Wanda woke up, I fully expected her to like be sharing uh, Kyle's brain. Ian's brain? Kyle's brain? Ian. Ian. No, the one that she's in love with or the one that she is friends with? The one that she's that's, in love with. That's Ian, which was entirely yeah. Tim's solution. Yeah, that was, I said that halfway through the movie. I was like, just put Wanda in Ian's brain. And then Meg reminded me that that might delete Ian. Yeah. And I was like, okay, that would be a problem. Yeah, he doesn't seem like he has the strongest of brains. Okay, well, hang on, <laughs> hang on, hang on. The movie tells us in its first 10 minutes that everyone's consciousnesses are there and this is normal. Because it is a perfectly normal thing, according to the seeker, to like, oh yeah, you couldn't take over this, so I'm going to come in and take over and we can keep my host alive and I just implant right back in. But it's alive as in like a coma patient is alive. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're yeah. not always yeah, there. Like, that was why the, the memories, but the person's not always there. Yeah, the intent is that the uh, essential person gets deleted out. Like death of wanderer. It's not really explained in the movie, but wanderer no, it's is not. the person, <laughs> the person, the alien, the soul that has bounced around planets the most, and they everybody finds it very mm-hmm. strange that she hasn't settled on a planet yet. Yeah. So this what is going on with Melanie is very, very rare. Gotcha. Yeah. The movie definitely made it sound like the souls have the secret to doing this and just don't share it. No, no. Like the, the intent is that these, the souls are like the anti-Yurk in some way where like they're controlling humans to make everything else better. Like they've recognized that humans are kind of the worst but if they inhabit humans, Earth gets better. Yeah. I mean, look, I'll be honest. The beginning of this movie, watching from 2021, <laughs> honestly makes a pretty strong case, especially in my read of it, <laughs> not realizing that no, they're all like writing over the VHS of the human psyche that uh, I guess they probably don't like magnets either. That like, no, nah, maybe these aliens are pretty cool and we should leave them in charge. It's, yeah, like, the intent with the car and the store and all that stuff is to show that their their entire foundation is trust. And I guess the whole point of the story is to show that that actually has a corruption in it. But I don't actually think Stephanie Meyer's that deep. <laughs> <laughs> that may be one of those things where I'm like, ah, I have to write a paper on this well. Let's bullshit something. <laughs> um, and honestly, I don't remember from the book if they ever really discuss if the host body can survive slash be a person on its own after a soul's entered it. Because really, if you lose your soul, guys, what are you? <laughs> Upon so and capitalist systems. Yes. So we've mentioned the store a couple of times. I am going to share in the uh, chat a real brand of Canadian generic. Yeah, I was going to say, is it generic? Uh, It is. It is the no name brand. And as soon as they walked into the store of yellow boxes and yellow labels with just the names of things on it, all I could think of was Canadian no name groceries. I don't know which one came first, but I really don't know if I prefer that Canadian no-name groceries took their thing from this or this took it from <laughs> Canadian no-name groceries. Um, um, the Canadian no-name company, who if you go to their website, uh, it just says oh. website. <laughs> Adorable. Uh, Why yellow? I guess because it stands out. This makes me think the the one that launched in 1978. Oh, okay. I remember the first time ever noticing anything like this was in Repo Man. 
they they go into some uh you know grocery store or whatever and everything is generic white label with just the blue letters of what it is printed on it and this is exactly this is the reality of what i saw in that movie (laughs) (laughs) i am only familiar with this brand because of john hodgman who talks and tweets about it regularly but I could not not see it when they walked into the store. I also love the store that was just labeled store. Mm-hmm. It still had a very Ikea vibe. Mm-hmm. It did. But Ikea kind of has a, we're just going to label this store vibe. I don't Have think you that s- they get the concept that like we name all of our stores different things because they contain different <laughs> things. Like which store is it? Have you seen the Ikea pride couches? Uh, no. Oh, yes. no, I have not. <laughs> Anyways, I think the host souls would sell these. Actually, really don't. But... I was going to say, there's not enough chrome. There's not enough polished silver chrome. <laughs> Everything, every vehicle is polished silver chrome. Why Why do they have that? What, that's the only aesthetic they have. Nothing else is aesthetic. Everything else is brutalist 70s Swedish. Except all their vehicles are chrome, polished, shiny chrome. Because they had a car sponsor that made a car for the movie. And Actually, no, these cars ever sold. I mean, look, I can respect that. I remember the really nice Audi from iRobot. But it's a very specific aesthetic for aliens who otherwise are like super low key in everything they do aesthetically. Is this a book about how communism's bad? Like, I'm just trying to figure out what the point is. Is it aliens are bad? Is it humans are bad? I think it's, I honestly don't think there was a hidden message here. (laughs) No, I think it's everyone is bad and everyone is good, but But most importantly, everyone is horny. I can't make it about Mormonism outside of the everybody's horny until you get married, which is why they all get married so young. But it doesn't line up. Like, Twilight is Mormonism. This has to have something. Do you know what the genre of this movie is? Oh, no. (laughs) No, you don't remember? Or no, you don't want to hear it again? (laughs) It's awful. Um, can, can we take some educated guesses? Yes. All right. I assume it's something more specific than just sci-fi. Yes. In fact, it is. Um, I'm going to say it is survival romance science fiction. That's surprisingly close. It is close. What do you think, Jenna? Post-apocalyptic sci-fi romance. Also surprisingly also close. close. It is a romantic sci-fi thriller. Thrill. Oh, mm. no. throw thriller in there. God dang no. it. I was gonna do it. Yeah. <laughs> One of those words is a lie. <laughs> Two of those words are lies. It's not that romantic. It's barely sci-fi. I can tell you that my watch did not go over about 63 beats per minute. So there was no thrill. <laughs> Actually, none. Um, I do think the romance in the book, or at least Wanda and Ian, makes more sense because she's there much longer and yeah. it evolves over time. I mean, that's that's one thing that I feel like we need to talk about. There is uh, no real sense of the passage of time in this movie. It all feels very much like one beat after another after another. But there is legitimately a moment when in the course of what feels like about 15 minutes maybe and Melanie is no longer speaking to Wanda and Wanda makes all the boys kiss her to try to get a response from Melanie man that's Sly Fox I'm sorry when like just very passively Wanda mentions to one of the chads oh yeah I haven't heard from her in three days. <laughs> and also, where the fuck did she go? 
<laughs> Melanie's response was, I wasn't here. <laughs> and then later, later when Melody like gives her and Ian some privacy, one is like, oh yeah, she's in the other room. Like, is there some mind palace that you <laughs> discovered I- here? <laughs> Maybe Sherlock was onto something. So in, in the book, she's like kind of dying. Okay. Melanie. Okay. So I made the comment that about, no, I guess that was about Yerkes, but like the charmed episode where Piper gets possessed and you can only see her in the mirror and she's like, don't worry, I'm going to get stronger and get a, my sisters. And she's like, no, you idiot. You're dying. Yeah. It, I guess if anytime something possesses you, <laughs> you get weaker. I would like to talk about crop rotation. <laughs> Let's do that. Thank okay. you. I'm taking it from your tone, Jen, that you also bumped into this, or at least okay. had some questions. Maybe, maybe you two. Ha- I actually, so I did. I did message Red and ask for like, was there any talk of other plants being planted in the books? And there was no definitive answer. Um, is wheat the only thing they grow in their underground caves? Because. That's going to suck the nitrogen out of the soil over time. Yeah. You have to rotate your crops. They do at one point. uh, uh, William Hurt, Thunderbolt Ross, does mention at one point, this is the east field. So that implies at least a west field, if not north and south fields as well. But the only food I feel like I ever see in this movie is bread. Does the book say they ever plant, I don't know, some legumes, some potatoes, anything that would re-nitrogenate the soil and let them not absolutely run it fallow to where they will starve to death? Also, do they just grow the stuff to cut it down? <laughs> uh, Tim, I would, I, would, I would point you toward the... Uh, Seminal farming tome, tub thumping. <laughs> I get cut down, but I grow up again. Ain't never gonna cut me down. I get cut down. I grow up again. Ain't never gonna cut me down. So long as you rotate your crops and you nitrogenate the soil, or allow just... that stuff that looks like clovers but isn't clover at all. Grow an alfalfa re- plant. Grow a wheat plant. Grow a potato plant. Grow a wheat plant. Is Grow it a peanut wrong? Plant. Grow a wheat plant in that order. Then I entirely <laughs> now see Alex as a science teacher and like exactly how his classroom would be. <laughs> and I don't know how to feel about it. Yes, I will. I will. Uh, I'm sure in some alternate reality, I have just whole albums of scientific raps. I. <laughs> I am the successor to Bill Nye. <laughs> uh, definitely. Definitely. It's, it's time for Alex to claim the throne. Why are they growing so many crops when they can go? I guess they were stealing from the store, but the bulk items. Like, I feel like. I just remember them getting cattle. water. I don't remember them getting anything else from the stores. She had like pallets or not pallets, but yeah. boxes of stuff and bodies of seekers. Mm. Or That's souls. true. That's true. Oh yeah, did you ever have like a cannibalism moment? What? No. They like throw I've a body at people. What are you talking no. about, Meg? Why would you <laughs> bring that up? That's super weird. <laughs> Shut up. She knows. She knows. <laughs> because they're stealing stuff, and then they just throw the secret body into the back. And I even think I went like, "What the fuck is going on?" Oh, okay. I do remember why they need the bodies. Long pork. Yep. My favorite cake line. <laughs> I want an alien with a short skirt and a long pork. <laughs> no, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. <laughs> all right, all right, okay. That goes with like loving slugs way too much. <laughs> I can't deal with it. <sighs> I would like to talk about where the fact that loving slugs came from. It did not come from me. <laughs> it did. No, you said that word. You said that sentence. <laughs> don't put that on me. Okay, okay. I might but have the conversation the went. <laughs> Do you think they could have <laughs> loved the yerk out of their ear? Like like their own selves. Like, like 
if she had been by herself and they said it takes love to get the yerk out, could she have just been like, love and loved her own yerk out? No, you definitely said ear. I might have said ear. You did say ear. Yeah. But that's what I that's what I had thought was like, could you, if it's just love, could you could you do it to yourself? Which yes, is- Tim, you can do it to yourself, but that's not a conversation for on air time. Oh, come that's on. What- it totally is. Then- Tim's into ear stuff. It's fine. Oh. Meg-, Meg was immediately, I'm going to go love my slug. <laughs> do you think I did that, though? <laughs> yes. <laughs> they were fancy yurks. <laughs> they, yeah. they were quite, quite ornate. Lots of little tendrils and glowy yeah. lights. I'm not going to lie. I'd probably be like, but could you stay on the outside so I can <laughs> see you though? Well, I mean, like Wanda is like, Ian, you have to help me because you need to understand that this is what I am. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was a, uh, but, a, a moment of shock. Like, the best line from the book though, when, when they're doing the surgery and taking her out, actually. Mm-hmm. And he, and he like grab he he's holding her he's holding actually her and not the other yerk thingy. <laughs> and later on, he tells her, "Yeah, I held you in my hands. You're beautiful." And it's like, oh, oh, shut up, <laughs> shut up. The word you're looking for is monster fucker. <laughs> no, that implies that all aliens are monsters or inherent rude evil. I will alert my people to your thoughts. I'm just pointing out that these are some eldritch nonsense (laughs) composed entirely of tentacles and glowing lights. They are. I'm fine with this. They are what happens if you let, uh, 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 not H.R. Geiger, the racist guy. H.P. Lovecraft. Thank you. If you let H.P. Lovecraft design an anglerfish slash. like a worm. Yeah. Caterpillar. That's the word I was looking okay. for. Okay. There's a very similar and very evil creature in the city we become. Became the city we became. Yes. I didn't cage him. Also did not know you were mentioning a title. I was just waiting for what city this 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 beast was in. Yeah. It's in New York. <laughs> which is where what that book takes place. This movie has like next to no plot. I'm trying to think of something else that happens that we can discuss. Can so, we, we, we should hit on Saoirse Ronan's fucking terrible accent. Oh, I, yeah, that Again, was the next thing I wanted to mention. coming and going. So bad. And okay. also, why was she Southern? She's from Louisiana. But she's not, though. They could, they could <laughs> just keep the, her not being that in the book. Like, she's not that in the book. And they could have kept that. Because they hired an Irish actress who cannot fucking have a southern accent to save her life. I'm sorry. I this is so, my pet peeve is people oh, having was, terrible southern accents. And, and plus she lost it anytime Wanda spoke, yeah. which like makes no sense. And then sometimes when Melanie was speaking, and then yeah. sometimes she gained it when Wanda was speaking. And it's like so like you want to show the difference between the two mm-hmm. entities talking. I get that. But if you have an Irish person, why not Irish and then that not quite as irish maybe you know more more bland i guess we would call it <laughs> to be fair i think she is a terrific actress and some of the things she's done recently is amazing however yeah. orphan black was around during this time if i'm not mistaken and we had access to one person playing so distinctly different characters yeah that all had british accents i mean fringe was definitely around oh yeah Sure, I didn't watch French. So. Or you know, if you want to have a character with a southern accent, um, you girls available <laughs> <laughs> right here. I will I can say help this. you with that. My uh, my experience of having watched a bunch of Australians perform still magnolias has <laughs> given me a very thick skin towards bad southern accents. No, no, no. I'm sorry. No, I can't. Was oh, also I, at times the only person in that theater who got some jokes and was laughing. And uh, 
Boy, howdy, having to explain at intermission, why were you laughing at that line that was otherwise throwaway? I'm like, no, you don't understand. It wasn't throwaway, and it's funny. It was funny to me, not because they played it for laughs, but because they played it so deadpan and did not know what to do with the phrase, bless their heart. <laughs> oh, which oh. it just, oh. it prompts it. It just prompts it. Oh, bless. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Anyway, like, yeah, I I think she was doing the best with what she had, accent work aside. She and when William Hurt were by far the most watchable parts of this movie. Yes. I I will definitely agree with William Hurt. Jeb. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, considering once Tim realized it was the girl from Atonement, he basically <laughs> wrote her off and was like, fuck her, she could die. She knows what she did. And it was like, <laughs> never rooting for the I main character. I, I have more of an attachment to the movie Atonement than I'd like to admit because Ooh. I did. Yeah, I got, I got angry. <laughs> and Thunderbolt Ross would not like you when you're angry. No. Thunderbolt Ross is great in all things, though. I think that I've seen him in anyway. Say, yeah, well. <laughs> he's in a bunch of stuff. So yeah. there's there's bound to be a stinker. Yeah, <laughs> at least Hulk one that he just phoned it in. <laughs> okay, I also Money. couldn't remember if he was in Hulk or not, or if he was one of the changed cast members. I think he was, and not. Ang Lee's Hulk, but the the, 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 the Edward Norton one, yeah, okay. the one that's not technically MCU but feeds into MCU. Yeah. It was Sam Elliott in Ang Lee's, right? That sounds right. Is that I why they never wrong. brought back Bruce's girlfriend from that movie? I yes. imagine so. Yeah, interesting. Although, if you have watched Shang Tree Shang Chi's latest trailer. There might be a character from that movie in it. <gasps> what? Interesting. From from the Edward Norton movie? From the Edward Norton Hulk, yes. I can only remember like one character. And I'm like 75% sure who the love interest is, but I could be wrong. And I cannot remember her name to save my life right now. So. <laughs> I see her face. Aerosmith's daughter, is that? Liv Tyler. Yeah. <laughs> it's the daughter of the entire band. Yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> Aerosmith. I feel very judged by someone who couldn't remember what a car was earlier today. I have... Oh. <laughs> she, was, she was lashing out because of my crop joke at her yesterday. See, this is why... This is why we have to pick on Tim, because if he goes a fortnight without right. getting picked on, <laughs> right? suddenly he feels like he can run rampant. He suddenly has this confidence. Thing. What yeah. is this? And we just have to tear it down. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think people have, like, I guess there are healers, which I don't understand why anybody with a medical degree needs to know how to push a button? Yeah. yeah. They, they, they got the Axe body spray and they took it back to their doctor to use. Like, uh, like only the doctor can go. Eh. <laughs> like I guess he can use the back team. Theoretically, they would need scientists and seekers a job. What other jobs are there? And so there's is seeker a job? There's because... grocery store. Yeah, uh, yeah. not not even. Uh, 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 I guess greeter. There, yeah. There's grocery yeah. store greeter. <laughs> yeah. And there's, why did they have those people if it's all built on trust, by the way? There's also wave. the night okay. patrolman at the grocery store who cannot take a punch. They also know that there are humans still around. So even if it's not security for the aliens, I refuse to call them by their name. <laughs> it is likely monitoring for humans. I spent 75% of this movie calling them seekers because I thought they were all called seekers. You get They're that not one all seekers. Some of them are beaters. Some of them are keepers. <laughs> you gotta. You get this one throwaway line where they actually mention what they're called, <laughs> and you have to be paying attention. Yeah, or you'll miss it. <laughs> all right. So, if there ends up being a sequel of this, are we going to watch it? 
I feel obligated. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna watch it. Yeah. <sighs> I guess if everyone else is, I will just on, for wait. the podcast. Yeah. Alex is like, man, I wish I had said something first. <laughs> if they spend extensive hours or bring me in to coach Sears <laughs> Ronan on how to have a southern accent. Yes. Yes, I'll watch it. A very... I want to say just let you ADR Sir Sharon. And... Oh, fucking yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> the second book was supposed to be called Seeker. I wonder what the third was. Beater? The Soul. <laughs> huh. I don't know. It, whatever. <laughs> oh, I did have another question. If two human possessed alien. Oh, yeah. I don't know if that's the right way. Two alien possessed humans. Yeah, there you go. There we go. Have a child. Is it human or alien? And if it's human, when do you put the alien in? I'm going to say it's human. And I feel like pretty quickly, like you wouldn't want it to develop a personality and have to like have that erased. But then do you have like a baby alien thingy or are you putting an adult alien thingy inside of a baby? Okay. No, 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 no. Also, how... Do they add more aliens? Yeah. I. How do I they reproduce? Budding or fission? I have an important, <laughs> no, an important epiphany. What are you talking about? They gush down. They, they gush down. They gush it. down. With love. That's it. how. That's how <laughs> they reproduce. It. I should have like saw this coming. I have an important epiphany, and I'm terrified <laughs> Tim will say it before I can. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. Go. Go. There is a sequel to this movie. <laughs> It's Boss Baby. (laughs) I hate it. Oh, I hate it. Oh. And Boss Baby's getting a sequel. That's the trilogy. Damn it. (laughs) So I will I will bandy this question back to you. Are we gonna watch the sequel? No. Boss baby? No. 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 I want to blip back to the fucking meeting where somebody pitched Boss Baby and just wipe it out of existence. Just just like TVA that stuff. The there Tennessee Valley of... Authority? <laughs> every time. Every time they say TVA. Every like... fucking time. <laughs> Although I just noticed I just noticed that their logo is like a sword through an hourglass. It's a T and a V and an A. Because those those V's do talk <laughs> <laughs> that's so good so good (laughs) you guys every time alex makes me such it's just visually stunning should see the rays of light that shine from it <laughs> I'm not going to be able to watch the new episode of Loki without just dying laughing. The whole but but time. hey, if there's any Marvel character who would appreciate this, it is Loki. This is very <laughs> true. Oh my god. <laughs> You're welcome. I just flash back to like science teacher Alex in another multiverse. <laughs> <laughs> I had something else to add and I have completely <laughs> forgotten it. Did it have to do with Boss Baby? No. <laughs> no. No, it had to do with the host. Do you know what desert they're supposed to be in? I assumed it was like Mojave. Like it feels very West Coast. Oh, I agree. I just. They were going toward Texas. Yeah, I thought it's going to be Mojave. That's true. Yeah. yeah. She was going to walk to Fort Worth, I think. Oh, that was another thing. This entire time I'm going, you have no water to cross the desert. And I was like, she has eight ounces. Oh, I don't yeah, there was that tiny little bottle. <laughs> conveniently like... popped out of the car <laughs> when she wrecked. <laughs> She's right in her path. And she had stones to step on the whole way back. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Don't no, she didn't because the next thing I hear is Here. she's making tracks. <laughs> She was stumbling right through the sand. Her ankles were sideways. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, I get that she didn't know that she was going to escape, but she could have like found different shoes in general. 
those shoes were terrible. Oh. Like I that Alex earlier said something about costuming, and I really wanted to defend because it didn't look low budget, but the costumes are the worst. <sighs> Nobody wears a good outfit. No. And also like all their all their cave clothes. <laughs> They looked like they were intentionally dirtied, but they were still brand new. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> it's like, oh shit, guys, we forgot to get okay. clothes for this day. I'm going to go run. I'm like, to TJ Any- Maxx. Anything yeah. that wasn't off the rack and modified looked like it was made out of the cheapest, thinnest fabric possible. Mm-hmm. Including her very cheap, thin hoodie that she wore there toward the end. I was thinking about her khakis and like the the white suits that all the sea, all the souls wore in the first 30 minutes. Look, they only had 40 million dollars and they had to make a bunch of space worms, okay? That's true. Actually, they, they only made like hang on. six space worms. Well, hang on, hang on. I want to talk about this. <laughs> I need a frame by frame comparison of the space worm getting implanted and the space worm getting removed to be sure that it's not the exact same animation <laughs> forward and reverse. Because oh. those two shots oh. were lined up identically and the lighting and design on that, that space worm was really like not exactly in the same plane as either mm. of those hands. Mm. Like, I feel like this is a... We're going to use the same Andalite for Alfango <laughs> and Viscera 3. <laughs> Is that what we've been doing? Have we been reading bad parody books and watching a bad movie to prep ourselves to make the TV show seem so much better? I think if that were the case, we would have gone straight into the TV show after Humanomorphs. <laughs> You're not wrong. I don't know. That seventh Humanomorphs book. That was some good reading. That Seventh of Animorphs book is going to be the best thing about season two of this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> season two feels so long. Season two is going to end up being counting last Fortnite's two-minute message like nine, ten episodes. <laughs> it's going to be a fifth of season one. So yeah, any last thoughts on the host i want to go caving i mean i always want to go caving that's yeah yeah fuck yeah we're gonna go caving let's do this i'm down for that oh the ending so they're in this car and i get the whole point of like humans and aliens other ones have survived and uh you know become friends but also there's a really long shot of jared like staring at the couple in the back seats like it's uncomfortably long in the rear view mirror yeah like do you have a do you have a thing you have you have this is why this is my argument for the square (laughs) (laughs) that scene i mean yes okay this was the other thing that, like, watching this, I could not help but think. You know, these are some kind of weird, no-stress, all-truth-enlightened aliens. You cannot tell me that these aliens have not discovered polyamory. Yeah. Like, every time there was some sort of weird parallelogram building, <laughs> weird bisected parallelogram, I'm like, okay. But you can't tell me that alien is not just going to goosh down with whomever. Okay. (laughs) So that is the argument for it not being sexual reproduction then. Yes. And also that takes into account the question of consent more than I want to go into. Like whose body is that? Well, yes. Yes. I mean. But yes, Wanda should have come out of melanie's body being like yep still interested in both of you guys let's figure this out but i don't think wanda was interested in both of them was she i don't know because at one point she makes a comment about how her body she's in love with jared because her body's in love with jared and also she feels melanie's emotions or some shit i don't know that's you want bone (laughs) (laughs) that's called a chemical reaction right (laughs) we've all been there girl (laughs) 
<laughs> that's not love. That's codependency. Also, like, <laughs> is love a new thing for them? What is love? <laughs> Baby, don't hurt me. Don't oh, hurt how me. How do I always just no set them up? I hate my role in this podcast sometimes. <laughs> For what it's worth, Meg, I just look for these openings and I take them. It's not, it's not you. It's me. I'm the problem, not you. He, he dove in there so fast and spiked that one home, though. Really did. <sighs> All right. Are we ready for Alex's animal fact? Are we? It's not about spiders, is it? I've listened to a lot of uh, Madness Archives this past It's not few about years. spiders. Okay. Oh, good. Okay, never mind. I thought you were going to use a thing that I sent you. A thing that you sent me? Don't worry about it, because <laughs> I never want to talk about it again. We're what done did here. You... Oh. oh, no, I already knew about the sea spiders. Fuck. What? <laughs> I didn't want that mentioned around Meg. <laughs> I... Alex, if I'm texting you at 2 a.m., you better respond. I mean, they're spiders I can see. Don't worry about it. Yeah, was, they're the opposite of it. Nope, nope. Invisible spiders somehow make it worse. Nope. Uh, uh, okay, please be <laughs> your I animal was, facts. The third letter of them. It doesn't matter. Birds. Okay. Use quantum mechanics to see magnetic fields. I'm not sober enough for that sentence. I have already read this. <laughs> a protein in bird's eyes is sensitive to magnetic fields, which may help explain how they navigate across the planet. I am reading a uh, Gizmodo article here. Uh, we've known for a while that there's some chemical that birds produce uh, called cryptochrome 4, which also sounds like some sort of uh bitcoin that's actually currency. the color that their cars were in this movie <laughs> <laughs> not to be confused with mercurochrome mm. uh cryptochrome 4 has been found in birds retinas and scientists have known about it for at least 20 years uh hypothesizing that this protein served as birds magnetic sensor uh the protein participates in chemical reactions that produce varying quantities of new molecules that depend on the direction of Earth's magnetic field. A bird's neurons ultimately respond to the amount of these molecules to reorient the animal. Quote, but no one could confirm or verify this in the lab, said biologist Jun Jing Shu of the University of Oldenburg in Germany. In a step toward confirmation, Shu's team has now observed in great detail how the protein responds to magnetic fields when isolated in a test tube. The study published in uh, their study was published in Nature. Quote, this particular paper has an added important stack of evidence in support of cryptochrome mechanism, said neuro, uh, neuroethologist Eric Warrant of Lund University, who is not involved in the research. Uh, it goes on and on about the mechanisms and the study that involved uh, genetically engineering bacteria, uh, E. coli bacteria to produce cryptochrome um, that was identical to the birds. Anyway, birds... Birds can see across the entire quantum realm, basically. Terrifying. Birds are more terrifying now. It's because birds aren't real. Like, I could have summarized that very quickly for you. <laughs> robots, that's why. <laughs> Their observations indicated that cryptochrome 4 could trigger neuron activity, thus communicating with a bird's brain through chemical reactions. Essentially, spooky action between eye protein and neurons oh you broke tim look at it no I'm, I'm trying to think so it's they have like little it's quantum entanglement is what they're talking about little eye compasses they're little eye compasses that without any direct connection send signals to birds brains because yeah. they're like linked at a quantum level theoretically yeah birds are kind of badass Birds are basically terminators. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I really regret not buying the like terminator big bird shirt that the birds aren't real. 
people have they may still have it i mean (laughs) the birds aren't real people yeah tell me how to get to sesame street if you want to live (laughs) all right do we have any listeners questions reviews fan mail anything i did not look Okay, I didn't either. I knew there was something I normally do. We take one episode off. I know. (laughs) It's crazy. I'm checking reviews. We do have a new review. (gasps) Oh, exciting. Monkey Shines 27 writes, So fun. Five stars. Incredibly informative discussions wrapped in a light flaky crust. I think they reviewed the wrong podcast. I think they reviewed (laughs) Doughboys, but we'll take it. (laughs) I think they just called me a light flaky crust. Yeah, I think we're just crusty. (laughs) Well, here's here's what I will say. A little cardamom will make the gravy. No, uh, was it cardamom? Oh, no. Sweeney Todd, come back. Come back. What have you done? I just was trying I to think come up it was with something a, of calling Tim flaky. A, a spoonful of sugar will make the gravy go down. I think coriander makes mm. the gravy grander. That's yeah. it. A little coriander makes the gravy grander. Cannibalism. <laughs> I mean, with the price of meat, what it is when you get it, if you get it. Good, you got see. it. If there are any Twitter <laughs> comments over the last little while, change my Twitter name to Gravy Grander. If that is Tim's ch- drag name. Changed your Twitter name as much as <laughs> no, you said you would. I know. The problem is we'd never know it because it would change so quickly. <laughs> this is yeah. very true. You can know how often it changes or what it is, but you can't know both. All right. Birds can. yeah all right um cool i don't see anything i want to make my twitter profile picture just touching finger v's (laughs) okay um who has not seen the movie we're going to watch next i have not do you want to do the predictions or Tim, when was the last time you watched this movie? Oh, when it was in theaters, so quite a while ago. Okay, so like... No, I think I'm familiar enough that I should stay away from doing okay. it. I mean, I'm going to guess some kind of creepy, crawly, brain-controlling, slithery millipede monster controls people's brains. And it's horror. And I don't want to think about it, because I'm a baby and I don't <laughs> like horror. It, it was done by James Gunn, if I remember correctly. And if I remember laughing a lot, I also yeah, I, I, it since it was I would scary. have a hard time listing this movie as horror. I think there's only one scene that you're gonna really fucking hate. Yeah, yeah. I mean, really fucking hate it. I don't remember it. I'm so sorry. I feel like I, I gotta apologize now. Think I do. We but, have to yeah. group watch this one just so I can yell at you if it's that's yeah. That's no, that fine. I'm in yeah, for that. That's I'm fine. in for that. Um. Cool. Well. For anybody who is not up on the conversation, we are going to watch the 2006-2005 Slither, uh, another movie about slug aliens. Love your slug. (laughs) I I had planned to do a whole bit, by the way, where I pretended like I'd accidentally watched the 2006 Korean The Host. Oh, it's so good. But I forgot to... Look up a summary of it until this very moment. So, <laughs> I did ask in the group message the one time that I was in the group message which post we were doing, and then like two days ago, I was like, Hey, Alex, I know that I've already asked this, but like, <laughs> that's fair. Are, there's like three, so can you please tell me what you're doing? All right, um, anybody got anything they want to promote? No. Dragon Con's coming up. Oh no, you're right. It is. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> you can catch me pretty much downstairs in the Hilton if you're at Dragon Con. Because um, I will have panels. Nobody's guessed on any other podcast or anything recently? I don't think I have. Okay. No. I always feel like this is Meg telling me that I did something and I'm supposed yeah. to remember it because that's... <laughs> 
it, like, it, it's you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tim, what did you do? <laughs> I know. I'm sort of. What have I done? Oh, good. We've eroded his confidence again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we can end this week's episode. Saturday the balance is confidential. Uh, yeah, we could talk about that. That, that wasn't know. that long ago. I feel like that came out between episodes, and yeah, I don't know if did. we talked about it last time. I mentioned it a long time ago, like the day I recorded it. But everybody, go listen to Saturday Morning Confidential because uh, I am on there with Matt, who is fantastic, and we talk about Transformers, the good one from 1986, the animated version. Hey, did you two see the uh, set of Jurassic Park Transformers I posted in the Discord? Oh yeah, I've barely no. been on my phone today, but yes, yes. I have not been able to click the link yet. It's uh, uh, one of the Jurassic Park Jeeps and a T-Rex, and they're both Transformers. Oh, fuck, I need that. <laughs> um, you also took over a podcast recently. Oh, I did do that. Uh, How do I know your shit better? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, me and Ollie Brady, who is fantastic, just basically pirated JBC which is Meg's podcast for a week because Ollie is a completionist and Meg did not tell Ollie that the book we read, which was the diviners for our episode was a four book series. So now Ollie is obligated to finish it. So we figured we'd go on and talk about it as he continued it. And it was a ton of fun. Cool. Anybody else have anything to promote other than dragon con? Cool. All right. We'd like to thank Red Spinks for our show art. You can check out more of his work by supporting his Patreon or visiting Chaos Does Art on Instagram. If you're interested in getting some cool art, email red at c.spinks.animator at gmail.com. People are Sochmeads, Minds at Yerk on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you want to send us questions, comments, or love letters, you can email us at mindsatyerk at gmail.com. Website is mindsatyerk.com. Spell Yerk, Y-E-E-R-K. If you like us and want to help us out, rate and review on Apple Podcasts. We're available on your podcatcher of choice. Let us know if you can't find us there. I guess you don't have a random line from the book. Well, we can do this one of two ways. Okay. Um, actually, no, we'll just do this. I have pulled up the IMDb quotes section. <laughs> Thanks. For this movie, so somebody say when. When. And I think he's both. All right. I've been Megan. My name was Alex. I have been Tim. I was Jenna. And until then, we fight. I was really worried you were going to say love our slugs. <laughs> <laughs> I was really worried yeah. you were not going to give me room to throw that in after Tim. <laughs> and you didn't. Sorry. Sign off do over. Nope. No, it's <laughs> fine. Meg's editing anyway. It would never make the final cut. <laughs>